Welcome to the Cage Minds Fight World 23 preview special. I'm Micah Frankel, and I'm going to be joined by eight fighters. Going to be in action this weekend. Fight World 23 takes place 1010 Candelaria, the Fit NHB Martial Arts Complex, the main event, a Fight World 145 pound featherweight amateur title on the line Gregory Sabin versus Tyrell Wisdom a whole stack card of competitors representing the best gyms in the state we got a bunch of guys to talk to and there's no better place than to start than at the top joined right now by Fight World 23 headliner the man in the main event one of the two fighting for the Fight World 145-pound amateur title. Terrell Wisdom, how you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. What was the first thought that hit your head when you get the call from John Judy? You want to be in a title fight? Oh, man, I, I was super excited. Um, I've always wanted to be a main event. That was always a big thing. And plus a title, it's, it's a two-for-one for me, honestly. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited for it. The record that I got, I believe this is going to be your sixth amateur MMA fight. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, this will be the sixth. I'm four and one at this point. Five fights in. How long have you been training for? Oh, for fights, um, I think I've been at it here now. Um, five years, I think I've, I've been at it for um, fighting. Um, cause I, I did like wrestling, you know, and, and that stuff before, but for, for MMA about five years. Was it the wrestling? What attracted you to MMA? No. Yeah. That, that's honestly where it all started. Um, it started with wrestling. Then once I got out of like high school and competing, I, I turned to jujitsu cause that was a close one. So then I started competing there and I just kind of like competition, you know, going out there, seeing what I could do. So th this was the next step after that. How long was the wrestling? When did you start? Um, I, I did a little bit when I was like super little, um, you know, like seven. Um, I think I did it for a year or two. And then I came back in high school and I did uh, two years in high school of wrestling. Um, and then it was uh, jits from there. And... What, were you always a fan of MMA? What attracted you to the sport? I, I think it's once I started doing jiu-jitsu. Um, we, we would watch them sometimes. So it wasn't the, the big thing because when I was younger, you know, I was doing football and other stuff. But um, when I got out and really started focusing on, on doing jits and wrestling, then I really got into it and started watching. Yeah, just kind of consumed me from there. <laughs> How long did it take before you say it consumed you, before this is something you're like, yeah, yeah, I, I have to do that? Do that. Um, I would say it, it took probably a year into the training, you know, so like doing it myself, watching it. Um, and then that is really when everything clicked. And I was like, this is something I, I want to do. Now, over the years, competing in MMA, how has the uh, this love of the sport changed? Um, I think it's changed a lot because a lot of the guys now, they're, they're super well-rounded. 
Um, you don't get someone who's just specifically good somewhere. Um, everyone at least has a good understanding and knowledge of the game as a whole. So I think you have more well-rounded fighters, um, and, and that's awesome. That, that just, um, just gives you a better fight at that point. And what has it been in this sport, in this journey, that keeps you returning to the gym, keeps you signing up for fights? Um, I, I really think it's just, um, pushing myself, you know, seeing, seeing how far I could go, what I can really do. Cause, um, I go out there, you know, I work hard and then I think, I think my work, um, excites me to go out there and kind of prove it, kind of, kind of show exactly what I've been putting these hours, all this time in for. What takeaway did you have from your last fight? We saw Ray Visa landed a big punch. You had to recover instantly from that adversity, and you find the submission victory. What all did that tell you uh, to display that resolve in front of everybody? Um, well, I mean, that told me first off, I need to work on my movement and my stand-up a little more, so uh, that doesn't happen. <laughs> but, um, no, you, you know, I, I just got back into what I was comfortable with. You know, I like the wrestling and jujitsu, so that, that's where I went. Um, gave myself some time to recover, you know, from that shot whenever I was close to him. Felt a little more safe. And then, um, yeah, once I kind of got my head back on, then I was able to work some stuff in there. And, and it was good, you know. Um, I wouldn't beat yourself up too much. I mean, this level, everybody's kind of still got to work on head movement. No, yeah, it's uh, it's cool always having something to work on, something new to take away. And um, I think that's what that fight gave me, you know, gave me a, a focus on um, kind of, yeah, what, what I need to work with. At that point, did you think you were primed and ready for an opportunity like this for a title fight? Did you expect this? Were you surprised? Um, yeah, I was, I was a little surprised. I, I thought it was perfect timing though because off that fight with um ray i, I kept with it with the training so um it, it worked out perfectly um but yeah no i'm i'm happy for the opportunity i i didn't at all expect it but i'm more than willing to step up and uh yeah show what i could do for it what is it that you found at the gym in competition what is it that that's made you dedicate so much time effort energy to mma um well i mean i think it's fun first off it's just a great time to go out there you know compete and then um the friends you make along the way um my friends we keep each other in there um and i think that's what it is kind of that brotherhood that, that keeps me going and uh now that's what yeah keeps me from skipping days you know all, all that now, enlighten us a little bit as to where you're implying your craft at. I know I've seen you, uh, Baca Fight Systems. Where else are you training? I, I know there's a couple gyms. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do most of my training out of Baca Fight Systems. Um, I, I also like to do, like, the, the open sparring that they have over at FIT. Um, they have that on Saturdays. Um, that's awesome. And then they also have, like, an open um, – wrestling or jujitsu down at uh, 10th planet the dark haven studios 
they do that on Saturdays too. So um, yeah, Saturdays my go around day. You know, get get a bunch of training with the different people, different looks, and um, I think that helps my game a lot. You know, um, new person all the time, not used to your game, not used to theirs. Um, yeah, you get used to a little used to the surprises. And uh, you mentioned that you transitioned from wrestling to jiu-jitsu first off. Uh, where were those roots planted, those jiu-jitsu roots? Um, jiu-jitsu, um, we actually started back at this gym called Los Vatos. My dad started. He was training over with uh, Adam Oki, Dustin Mast, and um, he got me in there with those guys. We were training a little bit from there. And that's kind of where the, the whole jujitsu thing started. I was still in high school at that time. Um, so I only did a few classes and then uh, my dad got really into it. So yeah, I started getting really into it too. And, and now is there a specific gym you go to for jujitsu or just in the open mats? Um, I'm, I'm hitting the open mats. I mean, we, we do some jits over at Bacchus too. Um, I got my buddy Abe, my partner that I've been wrestling with. Um, so, yeah, we, we do a lot of the gym still. Heading into the first main event, the first amateur title fight. Was there any tweaking adjustments to the fight class, to the fight camp, to the preparation? Um, I, I mean, the biggest tweaking was now we got five minute rounds. So um, we had to prepare for that, you know, a little more time on the clock each time. Uh, we, we've been working a lot of, you know, movements, um, a lot of, yeah, striking movements. And, um, yeah, I, I've just been really trying to get better on my feet so I can kind of set up my wrestling. Real quick, give him his proper attention, your opponent, Gregory Saban. I, I don't know him. Do you know him? Um, no, no, not that much. Um, they've, they've given me some information on him. We're watching out for some stuff we, we might see. But um, no, I, I I don't know him. So in your expectation right now from what you heard. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, your expectation from what you've heard, you expecting him to want to keep this uh, standing and striking? Or would he be the party that's going to be looking to take this to the ground? No, I, from what I've heard, I understand he's a striker. He's probably going to want to keep it on the feet. He's probably going to be loose moving around. So um, that, that's what we're expecting. Now, how do you feel that's going to challenge you? As you said, you could always work on the defense a little bit. And we've seen your jiu-jitsu, your wrestling has been your bread and butter. So how much of a challenge do you think it's going to be a guy that wants to keep it standing? I, I think it's going to be a bit of a challenge because, you know, he's probably um, – going to keep his space keep his distance so i'm gonna have to really work in there for this guy um to to even get close to a shot or anything um i think yeah i'm gonna have to get in there first and that's gonna be the the difficult part with, with a striker especially with the experience he has what would it mean to you to capture that fight world amateur title oh that that would be amazing man um that moment, I, I just, that's what I'm hoping for. That, that would be great to hold that title, to, to kind of see, yeah, what I can do now. Um, I feel like that would give me some options to move forward in this game. And, um, yeah, no, it's, 
something I, I'm, I'm working for. Tyrell Wisdom, sir, thank you for the time. We'll see you this weekend at Fight World 23. Hey, thank you so much for the time. Have, have a good one, man. Thank you. Next up, we have Mark Hussey joining us from United Fit. Man, yes, it's been a while, sir. Good to see you're healthy and back. Going to be in action at Fight World 23. So first off, how you doing? Good, man. Uh, excited to be back, man. It was a long, been about two years since my last MMA fight and long year of COVID and a long year of injury. So excited to be back healthy and ready to go do what we love, man. Your transition into MMA came from the wrestling world. Talk to us a little bit Sir. about that wrestling journey, how that began. You know, man, it started since I was knee high to a tadpole. Started wrestling as a little four-year-old and just kept it going through high school. Ended up an All-American, two-time state champ. I mean, tried, uh, tried my hand up in college, but, you know, that classroom is the tougher part of that college life, you know what I mean? So wrestling part was easy. Classroom was rough, but we stayed in that competition, and wrestling bred me to be where I am now, man. When Great. did you know that you were going to make this transition, that wrestling yeah. was going to lead you to MMA? You know, man, I've, I've thought about this since I was a little kid. I remember watching Anderson Silva when I was, shoot, maybe 11 or 12 and telling my parents I was going to do this. And, uh, you know, I mean, it took me a few years after high school and college to really figure it out. But I'm here now, man, and I'm, I'm literally living the dream. I ain't lying when I say that. What was the process of finding a gym like and ending up there at United Fit under Nick Gonzalez? You know, man, United Fit pretty much fell into my lap. I have, uh, I've known these guys since I was in high school. And my year after college, just doing the work thing and trying to live life wasn't working out. And I ran into my boy Carlos Mora here. And uh, he told me to come in, and within three days of coming, I told Nick I wanted to fight, and I had a fight two weeks before I had ever thrown really punches or anything like that, and got thrown by trial by fire, man. I love it. Been in love ever since. What was that like, those first couple experiences? I was there at Battlegrounds. What were oh. they like for you? <laughs> you know, man, it was, uh, it was definitely a learning experience for sure. Uh, being, uh, I feel like I was a pretty good wrestler, so losing wasn't much that I was used to. So stepping into a ring, not really knowing how to throw punches or anything like that, and going with some tough cats off the bat was definitely a learning experience, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it back at all, man. I wouldn't do it any different. Those losses brought me to where I am now and taught me how to be. Two years away, we've seen you before in the cage up at Buffalo Thunder. How do you look back on that experience now when you've had so much more time to grow as a martial artist to really start to understand this game? Oh, man, uh, Shoot, it was a great experience. You know, uh, that first fight, I just turned into a wrestler. You know what I mean? It was pretty much just a grapple fest. So uh, I'm real excited to now show people that I'm a much more complete martial artist than I was the last time. You know what I mean? I've added a lot to this game. I've put in a lot of work. And I may not have fought in the last few years, but I've been in the gym. I've been working. And we're going to go display some good violence this weekend, man, show a lot of improvements. How devastating was it? What kind of blow was that to you to have a major injury this early on into your career? Yeah, man. Uh, at first, it was super devastating, man. I never, you know, man, it's honestly an injury that some people tell you you won't come back from and stuff like that. And so it was real hard to hear at first. But now really looking back on it, I'm glad it happened now instead of when I was professional and waiting on checks. And this is my way of life. You know what I mean? 
And uh, it was just a good little bit of adversity to get through, to be honest. It was super hard on the mental. You know, I couldn't push the physical, so my mental side really had to get up and be stronger than it than it ever had been. You know what I mean? Especially now getting back into it and the first couple weeks of getting back, dealing with the doubt of if we were really ready, did we jump the gun on this, and then really getting back into shape and knowing what a killer we are right now. You know what I mean? We put in the work and... Because honestly, now I look back on it, it's a good experience to have to go through that adversity as a young cat. Now, just to let everybody know, it was a lower leg. It was a foot injury somewhere yeah. in that neighborhood. It was a Liz Franck, uh, Liz Franck fracture and tear in the foot. For separation of the first metatarsal. Pretty tough one. How did you do that? You know, man, it was kind of crazy. I was wrestling a 120-pound little kid here at United Fit, 6.30 in the morning, no warm-up. Went to go hit a single leg and... Boom! Heard a pop in my foot and instantly knew that something was different, man. Now yeah. you're getting all the feedback from the doctors. And like you said, that's a pretty devastating injury. Was was there a point in your mind where stepping away was a possibility or not at all? Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, man. I should have been, I should have been back to this six months ago. And the first time we had surgery, I didn't let this thing heal. Got back into the gym too fast, was doing too much too fast. And went to go get the screw pulled out. And he told me that I had to go get a bigger screw put in and go through the process all over again. So when I had, when I had that little bit of news, that was the moment when I was like, man, am I really, am I going to get to do this? So, you know, it just, it was definitely a tough one, but I knew, I know this is where I belong, man. It wasn't no doctor, nobody going to tell me that I can't do it. So whether, whether you fuse my foot together or whatever happens, I'll, I'll be back in that cage again, regardless. I'm sure the plan going forward is not to have you fighting at 200 pounds, but it oh. seems like a, a nice little way to make a reintroduction, not a huge weight cut on the body. Yeah, exactly. You know, we were, we were wanting to accept this one at 185, but John Judy said it was 200 or go. So it's 200. I'm ready to step in a cage and get to it, man. We're hoping the next couple fights either be at like 70, 185, something like that, but we're ready to rock and 200 sounds good to go to me. Is that the, the plan for you? You think 170 is going to be the optimal weight class? I think uh, I think 170 for sure for now. I'm hoping I'm um, still coming down on my weight. You know, I, mean, I didn't even cut any weight this time. You know, I'm hoping to walk around about 190 pounds and uh, probably test the water for sure, be a 170 pounder easy. And by the time a professional, maybe test the waters down at 155, if we could touch it and just see what goes on, see what the body says. Where did you used to wrestle at? Uh, I wrestled for Real Grand High School and Las Lunas High School, and then I wrestled for Adam State for about a year. And when you were at Adam State, what weight class were you targeting? Uh, I was actually targeting heavyweight up at Adam State. <laughs> I was walking about about 230 pounds around that time. <laughs> so how much has MMA been a, a lifestyle changer? Oh, huge, man. You know, I mean, even, even wrestling all my life, I was never the big diet guy. And, you know, I mean, really the kitchen has always been my – Working hard, working hard in the gym's easy. You know, what I mean? that's the fun part. The kitchen's tough on you. You know what I mean? So now that I finally learned how to dial in the kitchen and dial back the, like you said, the full lifestyle of all this, it's, it's been really good for me, man. Mentally, physically, emotionally, everything, man. It's changed me as a human being and just made me a better person. I saw you in the crowd at the last Fight World event, at the last couple. Uh, yeah. Is that a fun experience for you? Is it a little more heartaching because you want to be in that cage having your opportunity perform? Uh, yeah, man. It's a, it's a little hot and cold, to be honest. Um, 
the first ones that I was going to when I was really still in a boot and could barely walk, those were definitely real heartbreaking to watch. Um, cause I knew that, I mean, I should have been in there and I should have been making it look good. You know what I mean? And then, uh, this last one that I went to was honestly a really cool experience. Saw a bunch of my friends go and I knew that I was only a couple months, months away myself. So it was a lot easier to watch these last times. And without you getting too deep into it, you're back in it. And I'm guessing that the, the coaches have been proud and happy with the progression that they've seen also. Oh yeah. Big time. That's all great. The opponent's going to be AJ Hodgkins. Do you know him at all? Uh, not necessarily. You know, I've looked his stuff up on uh, social media and stuff. Not haven't looked too much. Seems like just a big athletic dude, kind of fitness influencer guy. Uh, played some football, but I think, I don't know, man. I just think I'm, I'm better everywhere, I believe. So what are you expecting of yourself from this return performance? Uh, I just, I want to be a complete fighter, man. I want to show everyone that I am good everywhere. I mean, I'm, I truly believe that I'm only a few fights from making my pro debut, and I think I'm going to have, have, have a hell of a pro career. I, mean, I really just want to go show that I am complete, and I'm, I'm the next one up from New Mexico, man. Mark Hussey, thanks for joining me today. Yep, thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Joining us next up, we have Roberto Esquena from Wink's Family Gym. Seen him at Nowhere to Run. You've seen him on the Grapple Fest mats, and now you're going to see him in the cage at Fight World. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Thank you, man. So we've seen you take these progressions, these steps through this amateur journey. Uh, how excited are you for the first cage fight? Um, I'm actually excited. Um, I've been putting work in for several others that have um, fallen off, um, sadly, but I'm ready for this one. Did you feel it was the plan, the way you made your progression, how we saw you go from the amateur kickboxing, amateur grappling now to the cage fighting, or has it just kind of fallen into place like this? Um, yeah, that was our plan from the beginning. We wanted to um, get the, um, like, individual martial arts and make sure that like environment and progressively put myself into the cage. So from your team where there's almost certain kind of like marks you had to hit progressions to be able to, to keep moving on. Yes, there was, um, we wanted to get definitely a lot more comfortable on the ground at the beginning. And then we want to, um, Build toughness and just, like I said, get more comfortable in that environment and the fights. Now, as we've seen you here over the last two years progressing, uh, was this just the start of your combat sports journey or where did it begin? So I started off in like, like fifth grade um, up to like senior, uh, up to like high school. Um, but, like, back then, I wouldn't count it. Like, I was training more so, like, I could do good enough so I could, like, play a game. I had no intentions to to fight. But um, I've been back at it for, like, three years now. Just been over three years. Now, what has it been like your training there at the Winks Family Gym under Henry Barahona? Um, it's good. It's good. I get a lot of attention. Helps that, you know. He's, he's my brother, so, like, he's able to, like, watch over me a lot throughout, like, like everything. We, like, live together, so he's, like, watching what I'm eating. He's, like, watching, um, like, how I'm working out and, like, this and that. 
And what did you take from from watching him throughout his camps? He hasn't fought here in a little bit, but but he has a lot of experience. Yeah, just like um, mental. Like I, I was able to like see a bit. Obviously, not everything, but like a bit of like what what it takes to be a fighter. Like the sacrifices you have to make. You know the the selfishness that you kind of have to present yourself with. Is your brother a big influence for why you're also in this journey, or was this kind of something that also was just in you? Uh, it was like a bit of both. Um, I like joined the gym one day because because I just wanted to ride back home from like from school, and um, he's. I was like, "Hey, are you still coaching at that gym?" He's like, "Yeah." So I went with him. He told me to get on the mat, and like, I just fell back in love with it. But like, he definitely does help out a lot. Yes. Now, does it feel like there's more pressure on you from him in the gym because you're his brother? Are there higher expectations? Um, kind of. I wouldn't say like like higher expectations, like necessarily that like, I don't know, not, not really. I, I, he expects a lot of me though, most definitely. Well, I'm sure that he, he sees your potential probably more than anybody because you guys are always right there together. So that's probably what leads to some of that. Yeah, definitely. He, they, he puts a lot of like, um, like he believes in a lot in me because of that because we spend so much time together. You said you've had a couple camps fall out. So you're already kind of getting used to the the uncertainty of the sport. Yes, I um I've definitely have I've had a couple fall out because of um COVID. Some individuals had to like pull out. Um I recently had one fall out because the venue flooded like hours before. And so definitely the uncertainty is there. That's going to be a theme of these interviews, talking to guys that uh, their last fight fell out because the venue flooded. What was it like from your perspective getting that call? Um, it, it, it definitely was um, like trash. Like it, it hurt a lot. You put a lot into a training camp, into like designing a game plan for your opponent, and you're just hours away from it, and you're just told like, hey, the fight's off. That now, how quickly did this fight pop up? Because I know that was just going to be here. What three weeks ago when that happened in Clovis? Yeah. So um, we we kind of had um an idea of this fight, like um like going like kind of like back to back. Um, we were pretty set up for it. It was going to be like a very quick transition, but um yeah, the moment it was like announced um that the fight was off, we were like, all right, we just gotta go straight into this one now. The opponent's going to be Roberto Gallardo at Fight World 23. Have you two crossed paths? Do you know much about Robert? Robert? Um, not too much. Um, I know he's got like a, a bit of a wrestling background. Um, I know he's, he's like one and own MMA. But like I've, I've never met, met the guy personally, at least to my knowledge. Never seen him. 
You had already said earlier, Grapple Fest was to get more comfortable on the ground. So that that gives me a sense. You've you've been pretty comfortable and confident already in the striking realm. Yes, yeah, so, um, striking was probably, um, I guess, because it's like the more natural. Like I guess as human beings, you're more naturally able to throw throw a punch than like say go for like a triangle choke, like correctly. Like, so that. So it's taken a while to get to this place. Uh, where do you expect this fight to play out? What do you know about what you heard about Robert's first fight to how you think he's going to attack you here? I feel like um, it'll, it'll just be like the first round is going to be a lot of like feeling each other out, finding our range. I feel like he's going to want to get in close so he could utilize his wrestling. I'm going to want to keep my distance and use my striking. If it gets to the ground, you know, I feel comfortable off my back and using my grappling. I also feel comfortable not to get back up into even uh, just a, back into a striking exchange. So I, I feel like it's going to be a good chest match. First time stepping in the cage. Do you think this is going to be a memorable experience for you? Yeah, I feel like you, you're always going to remember your first. So like... Definitely going, you know, keep as much um, of the stuff that I can keep, the hand wraps and all that, put it in like a little area every, every now and then, look at it, admire it. You know. You'd already done some sparring before, but what were the thoughts before that first kickboxing match? Um, yeah, so I was going against um, a member from, from JW, which is like our... Um, Kind of were like affiliated with them. It was just to um, it was just to build toughness. I was the um, like the underdog. The guy had some some years of like karate, and like he he came at me. I came at him. It was a it was a great fight. And just just like experience, really. It was like you no know, sort of like animosity. And now as we head towards Saturday night, the first amateur MMA fight, what do you think it's going to be like to hear the roar of the crowd? Because it's a little bit different for an MMA fight. Yeah, um, I'm not concerned with the crowd myself. Like, my, my only voice will be um, Henry Barahona and Brent Calhoun. Like, they're, they're going to be my voices and the only voices I hear. Um, the crowds, I don't think, is going to be very existent for me. Well, what should they expect here come Saturday night? Um, fireworks. They're going to see. Uh, I feel like I'm a high level technician. My striking is very well. My my grappling is very well. My um, MMA wrestling is um, very well. I feel like they're going to see a, a like high level amateur in the octagon. We look forward to it. Saturday night, it's been a lot of hard work. Does it feel satisfying that it'll finally be here with the ones that have fallen out that at least fight world, these have been pretty consistent. I don't think we're going to, fingers crossed, have any pipes busting. So how does it feel that it's finally here this week? It looks like you're getting in the cage. It, it feels good. It feels like like all the hard, hard work and all the progression from like, say, even, even the last like grapple fest from from uh, like two or three months ago, like the progression that I've made there, like, like it'll feel good that like every, 
people are going to see all the hard work that I put in from striking to grappling to, to all, all around. A lot of hard work, and we'll get to see all those skills on display Saturday night, Fight World 23. Roberto, thank you for the time, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And next up joining me is Fit NHB's own Serena Ochoa. Ma'am, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm great. For you, I guess there's got to be a lot of excitement. You've been active, but I don't know if it hasn't been in the state, has it? No, I've only fought in Albuquerque MMA like one time, and it was three years ago. So just like putting a message on Instagram and like seeing everyone like actually want to attend and come, I'm getting, I'm getting like way pumped. Just like seeing everybody actually want to come and like friends and family and coworkers that I didn't even think were like interested in MMA. Okay, so now I have the answer. It was three years ago, the first time I interviewed you. And that was before your amateur MMA debut, right? Yeah, I feel like that was before my first ever MMA fight. So that was like September of 2018. It's crazy to think how far you've come, how many fights you've been in. What was it like getting the experience over the last couple of years traveling as an amateur? Yeah, it's been... I haven't been as active as I wanted to be. And we're just going to blame that on like COVID. I'm like, oh, that like took a couple like years off of everyone. Like, but uh, I'm the only chick left in the gym. I think that's still an amateur, but I'm just trying to like get as much experience as I possibly can. But I feel like every time, like my last fight, we went out to Indiana, uh, Amanda Lovato and I, and just like getting to be with a professional and fly out somewhere cool. And like the whole trip's paid for and you make a little money. I'm like, I feel like I'm living the dream or like I'm a professional already because this shouldn't be happening. This is awesome. But getting to be in New Mexico this time, no traveling, but it's a completely different vibe just because I know everyone's going to be there. The old gym. You fought in the old gym many a times, uh, battlegrounds, smokers, whatnot. But the first time competing in the new gym, is this going to be a little special? I think so. I don't really feel that yet, but I'm sure as I'm walking out, I'm probably going to be like, holy crap, this is awesome. The energy in my own gym with my people there. I think I'm going to feel super like pumped. And you mentioned it a moment ago that the experience in Indiana had you feeling like a professional, but I'm sure Monday through Friday, once you walk through the doors there at Finn and HB, you feel like a professional because there's not an amateur program. And you said you're the last of the ladies yet to turn pro. So that means you're only working with pros. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think like my days of having imposter syndrome are probably like a little bit behind me. I'm like, should I even be here? I can't hang with these people. And now I'm like, I do this every like day. Like clearly uh, I should be here. I am here. I put in the work. Um, I feel like the only thing amateur about it is just like that I love it, that I like it. I think that's what amateur actually means in like Latin that you do it for love or something like that. So I'm like, in that way, I'll probably always be an amateur. If I don't like it, probably won't be doing it. 
Talk to me about the progression as you, as a martial artist, as a fighter over the last three years, because I can see a lot of a personal growth just, just talking to you again. Yeah. Um, just being in the gym as much as I can, you're always going to be getting better. Even if you don't feel like it, you're always going to be getting better. I think mentally, I've been getting better too, just like believing in myself a little bit more and having some more confidence in my skills and trusting myself, but uh, always trying to level up. And I think we got a good crew of, of ladies in the gym where we're just constantly trying to level up, constantly trying to level up. And I feel like it's impossible to not do that when like that's your whole goal. So on Saturday, I think I'm going to see a little leveled up Serena. What does that mean? Where do you feel that your game has at least evolved the most? Definitely wrestling, for sure. I think I'm a lot better defensively and offensively than even a year ago. So thanks, JJ. But uh, a lot of the, like, in-between spots in MMA, too, like scrambling, scrambling. And it's probably going to be hard to choose, but I got to ask, who beats you up the most in sparring? Little Surge. <laughs> Little Surge. Yeah. So he's coming along a lot too. <laughs> yeah. He whips all of our butts. He doesn't even care. I'll hit a girl. I don't care. Yeah. He whips us. Uh, Amber Brown, Amanda Lovato, Jamie, they all whoop on. We all take turns whooping on each other. And that's how you get better. You can't be like on top every day. And you're not the worst in the gym every day. That's how you get better. How much is, of it is a family environment there at Fit and HB? Uh, it's crazy. Literally, like, if one of the, the girls doesn't show up, my girlfriend hates when I say that, the girls. She's like, it sounds weird. So if one of the ladies, one of the women doesn't show up, I feel like sad. I'm like, where are you? Where were you today? Are you at work? What's going on? You got to like shit talk them a little bit too. Where were you, huh? But uh, it's like, if someone's gone, if someone's missing, you feel that. I feel like that is like part of being like a family of crew. Generally, I'm like, if someone's missing, I don't even notice. <laughs> but what not at the gym. What are your expectations for the matchup Saturday night taking on Chelsea Colas? I hope I didn't mess up her last name totally. But yeah, what do you expect from this fight, this matchup? Um, I just expect myself to perform, put on the best performance I can do, whatever that means that night, considering styles and matchups. I just want to perform. I don't know what that means, saying that out loud to anyone else. I don't even know what that means to me, but like I have a feeling deep in my heart, somewhere in there, it's tucked away that perform, good performance. I don't really know what that means too much, though. I, I, I hope it's a good fight as well, like what, far as like entertainment goes. Well, what does that mean meant in the past, having a good performance? Like once you've looked back at how the fights have played out, what is having a good performance <laughs> meant? Because I'm sure that each fight has its own ending, but what is a good performance meant? Yeah, those fights where you leave and you feel like whether you won or lost or whatever the outcome was, you just, you did it independent of the outcome like that was you in there independent of what happened does it almost feel strange that it's fight week and and you're not getting ready to travel a little bit but i'm kind of happy about it because 
I live two minutes from the gym, so it's going to be great to be in the bath cutting weight like two seconds before I have to go in versus like being dehydrated on a plane, traveling or not being able to eat and having to like road trip somewhere. So it, I, I kind of like this a little bit better. I, I can't blame you for that, but how valuable do you feel some of those experiences are? Because you almost got to think about it. If you had to do that just as a professional and you had this nice, comfortable road, the entire amateur run, it'd be a little shock as a professional. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I've gotten, I mean, I haven't had that many fights comparatively, but four is, is more than zero. Four is more than one, four is more than two. So I have gotten quite a bit of just experience between being in Colorado, between New Mexico, between Indiana. So I think just all that experience is going to play in my, my favor. And has the why changed over the last couple of years? Why you're committed to this sport? That's like philosophical. Um, maybe, I'm sure it has, but I really don't have like an actual answer. But I, I know it definitely has. It's, you know, that little graphic. It's like when you first start, you don't know how much you know about something. You just like know you want to do it. And you're like, anything you learn, one thing versus zero, like I know two things versus knowing nothing like five minutes before, feels like monumental versus that you get better and better. Like you already know a hundred things. The difference between 101 things and 102 things isn't that much. It's like uh, you're growing, but you don't really feel it. And when you first start learning, you're like, I know so much, I know so much. And then as you get better and better, you start realizing you like don't know as much as you think you know and all this stuff. So I think I'm somewhere, I'm not here anymore, like not really knowing too much. I'm somewhere in between. And I know there's a lot of stuff I don't know and need to know or will figure out or don't know I don't even know yet. But uh, I'm somewhere in, in there. And how much fun is it? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for on Saturday. I just want to have fun. I want to have fun. And it was great getting to talk to you, Serena. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Next up on our preview show, we're talking to Alfredo Alvara. Sir, thank you for the time. How are you doing today? Good. How about yourself? Man, I'm wonderful. It's fight week. What are your thoughts, oh, yeah. emotions, feelings? You know, I'm nervous because what happened last time, but I'm excited too to prove what I could do in there. And I'm excited to show everybody what I could do. First fight. Doesn't work out in your favor, but you got in there and got in the cage. What did you take away from that lesson? Because it's either a win or a lesson. Yeah, you know, I learned that I was kind of scared about like a bunch of things. I had a bunch of questions of like, man, am I going to get knocked out by this first punch or something? Well, I was feeling good the whole time until he said fight. Then I kind of froze up. But I feel this time... I kind of, I know what to expect, how everything's going to feel in there, and I'll be ready forever the fight goes. Was that a little bit surprising to you, how, how you felt and how it changed? Yeah, it changed like in a split second to everything, I feel like. Like all of a sudden, I was like worried about getting hit. I was worried about getting taken down, and I feel I won't be worried about those things this time. Yeah, so what have you done to, to fight past some of those uh, kind of negative thoughts and, and just be able to go in there and be free, do what you do? Yeah, I, I just, all my training, I go training every time. 
every day. Monday to Thursday, Saturday, that I've been running also. So, I'm going to be ready for this. I've been able to drop by the gym. I've seen you on the mats a couple times. Uh, how have you improved, you feel, since the last one? I feel like there's a big jump, you know? We got, like, a few people coming in. Uh, Dominic Rivera's helped me with my wrestling a lot. I feel that's going to be a big factor in this fight. And just overall, all my skills from my striking, all my coaches, all my teammates help me out, help me with all these little techniques and stuff. So, and Saturday, Saturday night, you're taking on Isaiah Gutierrez. What do you expect from this matchup from the fight? I'm not too sure. They're saying he's like a wrestler, you know. He submitted his last guy and by rear naked choke last time. So I'm kind of expecting him to go to the ground, but I'm not exactly sure. We'll see if he stands up with me or not. Like I said, I'll be ready if we do go to the ground. And he'll be good. Training at Duke City MMA under Frank Gomez, you and your brother. I got to talk to your brother previously. Now I'm going to talk to you. What does it mean to you to be there side by side with him in this journey? You know, it's like, it's just super cool. He's the one who introduced me to Duke City and Frank and all those guys. So I appreciate it a lot. And I don't even know what I'd be doing if I wasn't fighting right now, to be honest. Did you find the sport together with your brother? How, what was your introduction to MMA? So my brother was into it a lot, a while before me. But, you know, he just kept on. I always saw him watching the fights, watching the fights. Then one day he joins the gym. Then I just see him going every day, every day. Like, man, I want to do this, but I don't know if I can. Then just one day I said, you know, F it. I'm going to go try this out. And it's been fun so far. How much of this process and, and journey for you has it been clearing these hurdles, breaking down these mental boundaries? Can you say that one more time? How much of this process, this journey for you, has been uh, clearing or breaking down these mental hurdles or adversities? I feel like I have to go through that, like, every training practice. Like, every day I'm like, sometimes I'm tired. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go today, but... The days you don't want to go are the days you have to go, I feel like. And every day I go, I try to learn something new. And that's how I go and practice every day. And it's been working so far. What has kept you returning every day? I just want to be good at it. I just want to be a pro, see how I could do. <laughs> and I think I could be pretty darn good. What do you think makes makes you you know a little bit special different from these other guys uh you know i feel i have like a lot of cardio my explosiveness i think more than others and i just have a good motivation and drive to do this right now now we know you and your brother are head on in on the sport what does the rest of the family think about you two guys going out and doing this and they, they kind of think it's cool. Last last fights, they're like, oh, that's, you know, I lost. I was all sad, though, but they're still like, 
oh, that was so cool that you did that. I would never do that. So they're very supportive of it. You brought it and up. And even my other two brothers sometimes come in the gym. So. Oh, man. So we might get the whole up. family in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, even though it was a loss, you still got in there. Was there any positives that you were able to take away from that first cage experience? You know, I lost, but it's, it's so cool just being there. It did suck at the time, but thinking back, is like one of the coolest things I've done, just being in there fighting in front of people, you know? How much fun is this, the, the training, the, the competing? How much fun are you having throughout all of it? Uh, a lot. <laughs> every day is fun. It's different. I look forward to it every day. What did you expect to be doing? Because you didn't jump down this initially down this. You said you followed your brother down this path. What did you expect to be doing at this age? Honestly, I was going to be a police officer. But then I joined the military and I was like, I don't want to be a police officer. Then I was all into basketball a lot. And I just went to school for exercise science and wellness. So I know, I'd probably be in the fitness industry right now in some way. It feels like that's the degree that you're, you're able to use somewhat in this field. Have you been able to find ways to have the two crossover? Yeah, I feel... I learned a lot about, like, muscles and how they work, you know, that I feel like, personally, I feel like I can notice, like, the contractions and stuff during some of these things and what I need to focus on, where I need to put the pressure and work my muscles. So, I feel like it's helped, kind of. Saturday night, Fit NHB, Fight World 23. How do you overall come away from this experience, just feeling better about the performance? Uh, it's going to be a good, no matter what happens out there, I know I, all I want to do this weekend is do better than last time. That's all I need to do. <laughs> it was awesome getting to talk to you, Alfredo. And, and I'm excited to keep watching you progress through this journey, sir. Thank you for the time today. Thank you. Next up, we have Ian Varela joining us. Man, a few words the many times I've met him before. Hoping again to open up today. Ian, thank you for the time. First off, how are you doing? No problem. I'm doing great. So I heard you come from a wrestling background. Let's start there. Is that the case? Yes, sir. I wrestled all through high school. Started a little late, but then I still wrestled in college. And where did you wrestle in college? At Highlands. At Highlands? Yes, sir. What was the value of the wrestling experience for you? Mm, just hard work, practically. That's what I got from that. And what did you like about the sport that had you take it so far? I just like competing. I like even bug Freddy every week if I could just fight every week. <laughs> training at Sandoval Fight Systems. When did you know after wrestling that you were going to try the sport of MMA? I have a lot of family that do it. And honestly, just coming, I've known Jesse Martinez for a long time, watched him 
he went to the who wrestled at the same school he was on the same team as me watched him growing up a little bit met andres quintana just started meeting all these guys because friends of friends were all in the same loop and that's when it pretty much started first time that i saw you it was in a grappling match and, and i believe you had like called out joby sanchez yes sir <laughs> why call out like a ufc vet for the first time you're jumping into a grappling match or was it the first time yeah it wasn't the first time i had done a couple i just i've been doing jujitsu jujitsu sort of what got me sort of started into mma but yeah i just like i said i just try to take on anybody at any any time what what tell me about jujitsu and where you started and how that's been going i started at gracie didn't really connect with it that much and i found 10th planet and those guys just opened me up a lot felt like i was i've always had a hard time looking for like a coach that i connect with and fortunate there i found a bunch of guys that i connected with there now how long have you been with town planet mm, about two three years now so this has been a while in the making that we're now seeing you here on the mma side yes sir i almost didn't do mma for a second i was just doing jujitsu what was the transition point what changed everything i was training at the trails for a little bit with andres and all them but then i amazingly found freddie met freddie we were on the same grappling card in carlsbad and i don't know everything just clicked he just told me to show up one day and we just started rolling off of that have you always been this tenacious competitor that i've seen yeah i i love competing like just competing every week if i could and how important is winning to you it's important it's very important i i feel like if i race you to the car you're gonna take off in a sprint yeah i'm always trying to i'm always trying to win yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I just heard this story, actually, the other day. Uh, do you watch baseball? No, I don't like baseball. Okay, well, there's a pitcher, and they were talking about him, and they said he's so competitive that, like, he makes sure he's the first guy at the door when he's with his friends, when he's with the group. I'm like, I kind of feel like you would have those same alpha male instincts. Yeah, like, showing up to practice and just being, like, trying to be the last one there, coming to practice every single day, just trying to outwork everybody. Where's that mentality come from? Or is that just you naturally? It comes from my wrestling background, honestly. Just that sort of, our old coach, Doug Moses, that guy sort of brewed that into us. Uh, to this point, you've mentioned Freddie, you mentioned Doug. Uh, who are some other people that have been some major influences on Ian? My stepdad, really, he was the one that started it all off. He got me into wrestling. I had like wrestled a little bit in elementary, took a long break, and then he started coaching at my high school. So then I sort of just got back into it. 
So he was the main dude that got me into all this competition. How long after the meeting with Freddie did it go from jujitsu to, yeah, yeah, I, I, I want to do MMA? I think it was like pretty quick. I honestly walked in, we practiced for like a week. And then I, I heard of the Fight World card and some of my other buddies were trying to get on it. I was like, heck with it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And Freddie was up to the challenge. He was hesitant, but he, he let me go for it. You've already had this, this tenacious and, and wild style in, inside of the cage. Was that always how you kind of envisioned what you were going to look like here starting off as a fighter? Honestly, no. We like train a bunch of different things, but whenever I step in there, it's sort of whatever's on the moment. I just, I just throw it. Talk to me about the intensity that you bring to a stare down. Uh, first time we saw you at a at an MMA way, and I was like, I've, I've already seen him do this at the grappling scene, but your opponent was like, dude, we're fighting tomorrow. Calm down. Yeah. Um, sort of. I just, just always been that way, trying to get in my opponent's head as much as possible. Just because we're about to fight, we're about to wrestle, grapple, anything. I'm not your friend at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Maybe after, but I try to just bring that intensity because he is going to try to hit me in the face, so. How much did you plan out to have that mindset, to even be looking for those uh, cerebral advantages at this level? Honestly, it's it's practically everything now. If you look at the UFC, Conor McGregor, um, Kobe Covington and one of my favorites, those guys, you see it there, they get into their opponent's head and it does so much for them. So you've wanted to adapt that somewhat into what you do? Yes, sir. And besides being this wrestler and, and this intense maniac, uh, who else is Ian? I'm a teacher. That's who I am. Man, you're a second grade teacher? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Was that always something that you wanted to do? How did you become a teacher? Um, yeah, it's always something I wanted to do. I just love kids, working with kids, helping. I coached a lot in high school, just helping my little brothers. I got a lot of siblings. There's eight of us. I come from a big family. So I've always just been around the little ones and just always been helping them just love teaching what is the adrenaline like for you when that cage door closes sort of just I, i'm my first one i was scared the last one i'm not I, i'm i'm just like super excited to get in there i can't wait without going into too much detail what kind of improvements do you expect to showcase Saturday night? I plan to submit him, honestly, pretty quick just because I've been putting in so much hours of jiu-jitsu this camp. Jacob Diaz is going to be the opponent. What have you seen that gives you the confidence that you think you're going to be able to take this to the ground and get that finish? I think I could beat him super quick just because I've honestly had um, teammates 
former teammates of his and they've just compared both of us together and there's there's no way i'm just on a whole nother level talk to me about that tight-knit group there's a couple of you guys on the card sound of all fight system what it's been like finding this gym and this community yeah honestly it was a it was like perfect click we all click. It's like a little family. It's not a big gym like Jackson's or all these other ones. So it's perfect. Like Freddie gets to literally work one-on-one -on -one with all of us. That's why I think all of us have increased in like so short of time. What is your expectation? You already said the quick performance. Is that ultimately will make you satisfied or – are there other avenues for you to feel on Saturday night that, yeah, you've progressed, you've improved, and you're going in the direction that you want to? I mean, I've had two stoppages in the second round already. I would like to perform, like show off my jujitsu skills. That's practically. Is that, is that part of also uh, slowing things down? Because they've been a little bit wild. Would that be something of a goal? Just do what you want in there and not just let it kind of go. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's probably the right idea. <laughs> it's the right <laughs> idea, but we'll see how easy it is. Right. Yes, sir. And how much is it fun? Is it excitement? How do you categorize training for the fight, competing, everything encompassing MMA for you? Fun, exciting. I love it. I just, love training every day keeping healthy and shape gives me a goal to like look forward to like after this i'm gonna start bugging freddie again let's do the next thing because it just keeps me occupied especially now that i'm going on summer break from work i'm gonna have too much time do, take the, a thing. do the students know that their teacher's a fighter or is this something no they're too young you leave it away yeah, they all know. I've shown them a couple of my fights. Um, I actually, they saw my hair today for the first time and already knew what's up. Oh, so this is, is this a tradition? I'm going to start it, yeah. I didn't do it my first fight, but it sort of brings back that, like, old school, like what we did for wrestling, you know what I mean? Trying to get that gold sort of type of thing. Nice, nice. A lot of great stuff there, Ian. It was great getting to talk to you and excited to see you in the cage Saturday night. Again, thank you for the time, sir. No problem. Later. Next up, I'm talking with Victor Santheon. Sir, nice to meet you. How you doing? Pretty good. And yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's fight week. Fight World 23 here. First amateur fight for you. What's the emotions, the thoughts, the feelings? Oh, man, I'm more than blessed. I'm just ready. I've been preparing myself and I'm nothing but excited. How long has the journey been with martial arts, combat sports? Uh, martial arts itself, I've been training since I was three years old, like with my dad. And as if right now, I'm 19 years old. So it's been a while, but... My MMA career started about a year ago. What martial art were you doing at three years old? Um, taekwondo. And what degree level did you reach? 
Uh, well, uh, when I was younger, my dad was my coach, so he just took me throughout all the time. But I reached all the way to the black belt. Oh, wow. It was a very nice experience. Yeah. And when were you thinking, uh, I want to become a fighter? Um, The thought hit me when I was in high school, actually. So during my high school, um, I used to be a very athletic person. I graduated class of 2020. So I was just very, like, um, fascinated by all these um, sports. I did wrestling. I, I tried football. I ran with the cross-country team, also track. So I was just all-around athlete. And I wanted more because eventually wrestling will be one of my top notches. Like, I love wrestling so much. And I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe I can just incorporate some hands, you know, or the jiu-jitsu side and stuff like that. So I was like, I'm going to just give it a shot. And sure enough, I did. And now I'm here in my first fight. So it's very cool. How did that journey lead you to Zen Martial Arts? Um, well, it was very tedious because personally, I'm not a very confrontational person. I'm very laid back. <laughs> I'm just, I'm an easygoing person. So um, it just led me from one of my uh, wrestling coaches, actually. He mentioned Zen Martial Arts. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty interesting. So I tried it and... It was before, no, I'm pretty sure it was, yeah, before the pandemic. And then the pandemic hit, so I was, like, on and off, and I couldn't train. So it was very, like, it was very strange at first, but then I just got the hang of it, and I started going, and that was pretty much it. I got hooked. <laughs> How long had you been looking to make this amateur debut? Um, It's been a while, actually. It's been one of my actual goals ever since I started, because... Like I said, I wasn't a very computational person, but I like being competitive. That's one of my top notches. I like being put in uncomfortable places for me to just showcase my talent. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just risk it, you know? And um, it's been for, I'll say, a couple of months for sure. For sure. It'd be natural to assume that you were more comfortable on the feet right away all those years of Taekwondo? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. And um, ever since I started my MMA journey, uh, I started to get more comfortable within my back because, you know, in wrestling, it's usually like, get off your back, you know, right off the bat. It's like, don't get taken down and don't get on your back. But now it's like, oh, you can be on your back. So it was like very strange to switch it up. But I just try to incorporate it as much and it all worked out. <laughs> Is there any competition that you've done before that you can compare to Saturday night to getting in the cage? Um, not necessarily, if I'm being honest. Like, I'm just, I'm just gonna absorb all the energy and whatever presents to me, I'll take it. If I'm being honest with you. What What has the coaches, the, some of the training sparring partners, told you to expect? Um, if I'm being honest, uh, they just told me to just try my best because eventually, um, I just been training back to back and consistently that we went all around all the bases, standing up, uh, footwork, uh, ground and pound, all of the above. 
and clinch work, all of that. So they just told me expect everything, you know. It's your first fight, so whatever comes your way, just take it as it is and try to do something with it, you know. So that's pretty much it. They just expect it. Like, I'm expecting whatever comes. Was it different going from the Taekwondo world to the MMA world? Was it a huge jump? Uh, Not necessarily, because in between those two, I did wrestling within my high school year. So it was like Taekwondo and then wrestling and then MMA. So within my MMA and wrestling, I was, okay, this is, I have to stand up more straight. You know, in wrestling, you have to be in a lower stance. And in Taekwondo, you just head to head. But I just had to tweak a lot of stuff, like keeping my chin down and stuff like that. And like having my guardian higher. But if I'm being honest with you today, uh, it was, it wasn't as difficult, but it was very difficult to perfect. Do you feel like there's going to be nerves here coming in? You've had competitions before. Do you think this is going to be a different feeling, stepping in that cage, bright lights, everybody staring? Oh, of course. Of course. Um, I actually have, like, visions, and I was like, how am I going to react? I don't know how I'm going to react to all that spotlight. But one thing's for sure that I'm not going to be overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm going to be very, like, excited you know like i'm i'm like i'm blessed to be here like to be able to just step into that cage and just do what i love is it's amazing and obviously everybody will have nerves but personally it's just going to be nerves to push myself more rather than down myself do you have a lot of expectations a lot of almost built up excitement because it's the first one it's it's a cool moment Oh, of course. Um, it's going to be one of my core memories that I figure out because eventually I, don't wanna, I do want to persuade my MMA career further. And I just have to get this first fight and I have to get this first experience in order to see if I'm right for this. And right. rather than that, I'm just more than ready. You have a pair of teammates also on the card. So the three of you are coming up here. It's a, a team bonding road trip. Has there any been any talk between the three of you already about the experience about coming up here together? Oh, yes. So we actually cut weight together. And those are the ones of the most harshest and most exciting things a wrestler and a fighter can do. Um, just cutting weight. It's very... It's, it's a very long process, but we just have these talks and we're like, yeah, like we're in there already, you know, we only have to step forward. There's no more looking back. It's already coming up. We have to stay focused and stay sharp. So that's all we have to do. Just pick ourselves each other up. Saturday night, you step into the cage for the first official experience and you get to watch your teammates do it also. I'm not sure exactly how the card's going to play out, but do you think you're going to be more nervous when they're going out there or when you're going out there? Oh, for sure when they're going out there. Because eventually, it's my perspective. They're my teammates. You know, I care for them. They're brothers and sisters. Therefore, I would not be able to control anything they do, but I would wish them nothing but the best, all success. But 
yeah, I think I'm going to be more nervous seeing other people fight because eventually I don't notice that I'm fighting too, you know? It's been a lifetime journey, as you've told us, with with martial arts in general. Why has it suited you and feels like the right path? Well, it's very difficult to answer because obviously everybody has their moments where you doubt yourself. You know, you you get overworked, you get injured, or maybe you just it doesn't come out the way it does. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's my path because it's something that I really love to do without complaining over the consequences. You know, injuries, um, cut, waiting, um, cutting weight, and stuff like such. Um, I just enjoy it overall. I really enjoy it, and I don't see myself stopping at any point soon. So we're off for it. I'm off for it. Having done martial arts for three years old, it probably feels natural to continually be in a gym, to be practicing, to get the repetitions, all that probably by now, it just feels natural and normal. Yes, sir. Um, most importantly, I love the process. Um, everything might feel natural, but you have to step, make a step forward and always become a better version of yourself than you were yesterday. Because eventually nobody's going to be perfect at the end of the day, especially me. And but I just like to work towards something. That's one of my biggest things. I like to just work you know, day in and day out. Who's been the biggest influence on you so far as a martial artist? As a martial artist, I'll say my, some of my coaches, for sure. For sure. Uh, which ones? Um, so I have multiple coaches that really pushed me and actually call me out when I'm not doing great, which is fantastic. One of them is Steve-O and then Mondo, Coach John, Coach Rob, LA, most of them. It's just a whole group and it's just a very good community I have at the martial arts. It's very, very good for me, you know. They treat me as if I'm a little brother. I'm the youngest one there. And honestly, well, sorry about that. I'm not the youngest, but one of the youngest. And um, yeah, it's just, it's it's a great community. And um, they just help me out throughout personal life and MMA. Saturday night, we see you step in the cage. Gonna be taking on Greg Allen. What are your expectations and thoughts for the fight, for getting in that cage? What do you think plays out Saturday night? Saturday night, it's going to be it's such a great night. Um, I expect to give nothing but the best. That's all I do. Just step in there, take all the energy, take all the, the excitement, you know. Um, I can't predict the future, but I know for a fact that I'm going to enjoy every second of it because not many people get the chance to step on the cage. So me being able to do that, I'm just, I'm just happy to be there. That's pretty much it. Does it feel surreal that it, that it's coming true? It sounds like it's something you've waited for and have uh, thought about for quite a while. Oh, this, that feeling will always be there with me. Like that feeling will always be there. Like even sparring, practicing, or simply just cutting weight, working out. I always think about it as one step closer to my goals 
and this fight's gonna be one step closer. I'm gonna just take it. Um, that feeling of just going in there and fight is just one of the biggest feelings that I get, and it's it's rewarding at the end, you know, knowing that I gave him my all, knowing that I'm out there representing Zen, my family. It's just it's a very nice attribute to my life. How long did it take for you to gain that perspective, adopt that mindset? How were you able to do it? Oh, it's it's been a while actually, because that mindset was built within my wrestling career, if I'm being honest with you. My wrestling career was very, very very difficult in a sense because as a freshman in high school, I was ready to quit. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, I was ready to just leave. But it was one of my coaches in high school and one of my um, practice partners, Hector, that really got into my mind of saying, no, you like, obviously you're gonna lose if you don't work for something. So ever since my mindset switched and I started getting placed, I started winning tournaments and sooner or later just, taking spots and ever since then I just switched it switched my perspective in life and switched my perspective in mixed martial arts overall and that's pretty much it you know I can't go down without putting up a fight gonna change the conversation slightly here before I let you go how old are you I'm 19 years old 19 man (laughs) you were in a two-pox shirt and I was just thinking I'm like he passed away before you even were born. Uh, <laughs> how did you become a Tupac fan? Um, I actually, well, I, I like some of his songs, but I'm not truly, truly a fan, if I'm be honest with you. Um, I liked the thing a lot, so I saw this, and I was like, I like that shirt. And I just got it. Uh, I read a lot of um, vintage stuff, and yeah, that's pretty much it. But yeah, Tupac, Diggy, um, you name them. I'm all up for it. I had seen vintage uh, rock t-shirts are coming back in style. I didn't know that the vintage yep. hip-hop ones were also coming back in style. Yes, exactly. The, um, what is it? The hotel, the Hard Rock Hotel? Yeah. yeah, those are going out too. And I don't know, I just like that. That's style in me, if that makes sense. But yeah, it's just I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a big fan of them. But I really do enjoy his music overall. Tupac and Biggie and yeah a fan of the classics exactly exactly (laughs) nice nice (laughs) saturday night we'll see you in the cage thanks for taking some time this week it's the first fight week um does it feel weird getting to cut weight again been a little bit since wrestling um if i'm being honest yes yeah it does feel weird because eventually it's been two years since i graduated and i used to cut around from 180 to 170 in high school, which is not that big of a cut, but ever since high school, I grew a lot. So I remember I used to weigh 210 before this weight cut, and now I'm just leaning out ready for 170. So it should be great. It should be a good experience, but it does not feel as bad as I thought. (laughs) Thanks for doing this, Victor. For sure, always my pleasure. Next up, we're going to be joined by the other side of this welterweight encounter. We just got done talking to Victor. Now we're joined 
by Greg Allen, who unfortunately, his last fight fell out in one of the stranger set of circumstances. I said we'd bring up this event a couple times on this podcast. Uh, Greg, yeah. you weigh in in Clovis, and then Act of God stops the event. It feels like this amateur debut is never going to happen. Oh, man, dude, like, it's been a journey. It's okay. You know, when it first happened, I kind of was just thinking to myself, I was like, man, well, you know what? It's not that bad. It's been long enough. So once we get there, I mean, we're there. What was the emotions, the reaction when you and the team get the call in Clovis and you're like, eh, the venue's flooded, the whole card's canceled, everybody head home? I mean, dude, it's not a fun time, you know what I mean? Like, but... I was ready for that fight. I was really pumped, and obviously I was disappointed, but I just told myself, you know, we keep it moving. You know what I mean? It'll happen when it's meant to happen. So, and here we are come May 21st. Were you already looking at this fight card as an opportunity? Did it pop up right timing? What happened? Um, It just happened right timing, honestly. Like, it was like, okay, we got back into Albuquerque. I took, like, a week off to let my weight reassess, and then – um you know they were like hey do you want to fight and i was like heck yeah i do i've been wanting to fight forever so let's go ahead and get it going and so we jumped right back into the next camp and that's pretty much how that's been so from one camp a week off right back into the next that's what life's been like well like a week and a half i had to let the weight come back a little bit I had to enjoy myself a little but i i mean as many weight cuts as you've went through without fighting you, you should get to indulge a little bit right yeah, a little bit right now, has it changed your mindset yet that these fights keep call, canceling, falling out? That you're just like, oh no, it seem like they're not going to happen. Like this is just a dream. I'll keep accepting them. I'm not, I'm not ever going to get in a cage. Whatever. You know what? I'm still pursuing the dream, man. It's still my moment. At the end of the day, it's still my moment. May 21st. Like that's what we're here to do. We're here to do my thing. You know what I mean? It's been a long time coming, so I'm ready for it. How do you keep this mindset, this positive conviction? Dude, it's just part of my upbringing, you know, like, uh, man, it's just glory to God, really. Like, you know what I mean? I have crazy faith. So as long as I got crazy faith, like anything's possible through him. So. So religion's been a big part of how you were raised? Yeah, I mean, not yes and no. I found it myself when I hit about 18 years old after my dad died and once that happened, then I got pretty religious. So, and, and now moving forward, it's a big part of your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, most people don't know that about me, but yeah. Well, how big of a part of your life is it, and how does it fulfill you? Um, man, you know what? It's cool, man. Because to me, it's just like it gives me one place of sanctuary where I can be with my thoughts and be at peace too, knowing that he's a, the big man upstairs, a part of the process. You know what I mean? Like. And so having that faith, like, just means it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. That's all it means. And happen when it's supposed to happen. Uh, how have you still, even when these fights have fell out, I know that you've still found fulfillment each day in the training and in your progression, even though you're not getting to display those skills for all of us. Can you say that one more time? How you've been <laughs> able to still find the light and the fulfillment in progressing while not being able to display those progressions. Man, you know what? Like, this is fun time for me. This is, you know, I'm passionate about this stuff. Like, regardless, like, you know, this is, this is something I've put work into, time into, you know what I mean? Like, I'm having fun. Like, every day is fun. Like, I never look at it as bad day, hard day. Like, 
it doesn't matter. It's a part of the process. So like, I love the process more than I love the product. That makes sense. Like I love both, but I love the process of training. And speaking on that, we see if the guys in the gym are competing, you're right there. I want to be in the corner. So you're an active part of the team and the fight game, no matter what. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like this is probably what I'll do for the rest of my life. Probably is be in the fight game. Like, and what, what do you get out of and what do you like about being in the corner? Um, just in the corner, man, it just feels like I'm there for my team. You know what I mean? Like I'm there for their support. I'm there, whatever they need, I'm there. And it's just nice. It's nice to be there to help them out. So. Oh, and a little surprise for you. I interviewed Ian earlier on in the show and we actually got him to open up. He went like a good 10, 12 minutes and he talked. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, we got backstory on him and everything. That was, that was I thought, going to be a, a harder shell to crack than it was. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, I could go into like a little bit about my religion if you want. Like, I mean, being Baptist Christian, like I was baptized in True the Consequences Tier Z. I mean, that's something if you want to know. Yeah. Uh, that happened after, let's see, my dad passed away in 2016, right at the beginning of 2016. Um, I had to open like a full-time business that I had started uh, just to pay the bills. My mom lost her job. It was a crazy hectic time. Um, and I remember like, I wasn't really religious before. Like I, we, I was raised in a household where like you believe in God, but you weren't like in the word, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. And so I started getting into the word. I was like, you know what? I need help. Like, this is a rough time in my life. Like I'm, my dad's dying. My mom lost her job. I'm trying to pay bills. I'm trying to get everything happen. I was going to UNM full time doing 18 credit hours. Uh, ironically was a business major, which is, it makes sense how we got the strictly business part, I guess. Uh, we switched into, into MMA, but it's a major in something, right? It's still business. Um, and then that's kind of what got me through things honestly that that's what led me down the road so and then i took a dare to get into M mma gym and then now we're here so and you followed it all the way now we're finally going to get to see you fight does it matter yes. where the debut is does it feel more fitting that that it's here at albuquerque where you now live and reside and have put so much time into training you know, I got to admit, it is pretty exciting to mob pretty deep in Albuquerque. Um, I got a lot of friends and family that are coming out, so I'm pretty excited about that. They get to see me showcase the arts a little bit, so it should be should be all fun, man. You've done the sparring. You've been on the mat a lot. Like I said, you've been there to corner your teammates. Mm -hmm. How do you feel it's going to be different, though? Locked in the cage, bright lights, loud screaming crowd. It's go time. Bro, it's still home. Like I don't, I don't care what anybody says. It's still just a place of, place of home, meant to be there. Right timing, divine timing, if you will. And I talked to Victor, as I said, right before you. What do you think of the matchup? What are your thoughts on this particular fight? I just think it's going to be a good event, man. Like you don't want to miss it. Buy your tickets. That's all I gotta say. Use my code, G Allen. <laughs> See right there, you drop down here if you're looking in the description and we do have the link for you to buy tickets. There's your code. Help support your favorite fighter. Absolutely. Get them a little bit of change. Absolutely. Help you guys out. What has the bond been like 
I know that you've been right there next to Freddie Sandoval, your head coach. Talk to us a little bit about that bond, that relationship. Um, man, you know, Freddie's taking me in like almost as if he was like my big brother kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like we we're hand in hand. Like, you know what I mean? That guy is cut from the same cloth almost. He went to El Dorado High School. I went to Manzano. We were still in the same neighborhood. Those are big rivals, but same neighborhood. So it's just kind of cool to link up late, years later and find someone who's got a similar life to you. So it's pretty cool. It's fight week once again. Looks it like is. you're excited. I'm pumped, dude. Like, I am so excited, bro. Everybody, weigh-ins are Friday. Fight World MMA 23 Saturday at the Fit NHB Martial Arts Complex. Do you have any expectations, Greg, on your performance, on how the fight will play out, on what would make you proud afterwards? Man, you know what? Honestly, I just want a performance of the night, like both athletes. Like I want a full-blown, like great performance from both. That's all I want. I've sat next to you and watched the UFC at some events and yeah, this is really a big deal. And it's good to see that you finally get to strap those gloves on there and go in there for real. Right? Yes, absolutely. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> it was great getting to talk to you again, sir. Thank you so much, Micah. Catch y'all later. Peace out. Ladies and gentlemen, last but not least, Rounding out our preview show is Jacob Diz. Don't yes. say Diaz, it's Jacob Diz. Sir, how many times does that one get messed up? Dude, I hear Diaz all the time, mate. It's Jacob Diz. Let's make sure you remember it. Diz Tings, I like to go. Because I know these Tings. <laughs> oh, that's awesome right there. I was supposed to have my debut a couple of months back uh, in Colorado for Colorado Combat Club. And the first contract they sent me is Jacob Diaz and all. I don't know who the fuck Jacob Diaz is, but this definitely is not getting signed. So I made sure I got my uh, Diz contract because people will need to know, get the memo. All right, Jacob. Well, let's start off with the path. What path led you to MMA? Fuck, man. Um, well, I um, grew up like big time Cuban heritage, uh, played baseball my whole life, um, like national pa like national pastime in Cuba, uh, either really big into boxing family or really big into baseball. Family's all super big, competitive baseball players. Play Some played super high level, some not so much. And, yeah, so just grew up playing baseball. Never martial arts was never. Sorry, but I got a call. Yeah, but never was interested in martial arts. Never really watched fights. Uh, then about, I'd say it's 14, and I had a buddy. Uh, so I went in. I uh, did a practice. My buddy beat me up, bloody my nose, which is a theme now. And uh, and I was like, "Fuck this! This shit's pretty cool." And um, at the time, uh, my brother had like recently passed away, and he was like a big inspiration for me for baseball. So once he passed, like I just really didn't have the same um, flair for baseball as my family. So once I um, kind of started training martial arts, and I was like, "Like holy shit, these have to be the coolest humans on earth!" Just like to be gifted at fighting somebody else's. I just don't know if anything's cooler. Just nothing just grabs attention. So I'm hoping to add my name to somebody I would have looked up to like four years ago when I first started training. Actually, closer to six years ago now I first started, which is crazy. How did this journey lead you to where you are now to training at Jackson's Acoma? 
oh fuck dude it's been a world so much crazy like time um so i started training at akamo right when we opened it right when they opened it back up in 2018 with a like i first got in contact with nick urso through one of my good buddies at the time who um nick urso had actually like recruited a coach over here at akamo and um right after i started training i just noticed that the dude's involvement is just different like dude's a fucking savage seeing this guy like seeing what like his skills in the gym i'm like this has to be like one of the best fighters in the world and to have him as a coach i just i'm so blessed for especially how much he cares about all our amateur team every one of us like the amount of time and effort and just like freaking just like you can tell like all this dude has in mind is all of us and like what to get us to our careers is going like all he thinks is for benefit of him and his fighters which is awesome I'm super fortunate having a coach like Nick, a professional fighter. Uh, have you went back and looked at his handiwork? Looked at his fights, dude. That's like the first thing I did, and I was like, Holy shit, who's this guy? Um, we kind of, um, yeah, like there's some really big names, like we kind of had seen earlier Brandon Royval, and Nick Urso has a win over Brandon Royval in his hometown. So, like, this dude's, dude's a gangster for sure. And dude, I was right there cage side for that fight. Well, really? Oh, wow. Now, this path, you said you've been on it for six years as a martial artist. Is there a reason why it's taken till now? Fight World, MMA, yeah, finally debuting in the cage, that first amateur fight. What's the story there? Yeah, so my goal since I like when I first started training was I wanted to like, fight like as soon as possible i was so i was 16 when i first started training and so i'm like oh 18 amateur debut let's do it so i my birthday's in january so right when i turned 18 in january like like maybe like a two weeks prior i freaking tore my acl I was, uh, right I was supposed to have a muay thai fight st patty's day i was freaking sick and then like wrapped right the muay thai fight i'm like okay let's get some mma fights right and that's gonna be 18 calendar would have lined up perfectly but yeah i tore my acl those nine months out and towards like the end of my ACL recovery is when I started coming to Acoma and Nick has like a different philosophy when it comes to training. Like he, like he doesn't believe in throwing fighters in there that aren't necessarily ready. Like, like, yeah, it's great to maybe learn on the, like learn in the cage, but we're all, he wants, he wants everybody to be complete by the time they're in the cage. That way, like once like we're ready to fight, we can just get some fights, kick everybody's ass, get maybe like maybe not too big of a layoff and just trying to go from there. So yeah, so like, if if I had it my way, I would have fought when I, right when I turned eighteen. But looking back, I'm twenty one now, so I guess not too far long ago. But looking back, it's a good thing I didn't fight when I was eighteen. I I think I would um I'm a dog, so I think I would have won some fights. But the skill is it's unreal how much better I've gotten. Like I I don't know. Like I didn't even think of this as a possibility. Yeah, is it possible to explain a little bit how much more? prepared you are now three years later than when you first thought you were prepared yeah so yeah 18 i'm like oh i'm like oh like it doesn't i don't i don't know if i'm getting better than this like i'm I'm pretty good but i don't know i'm 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 a 25er like i'm not a big i'm not a big dude by any means but i was even more of a freaking bit like a child when i was 18 holy shit i was just a little kid it would have i would have been ragdolled it wouldn't be good my striking's always been clean clean and clever but it, I, I would have just gotten probably just out muscled for sure. And now in 21, have a little bit more of a man physique, I hope. Uh, a couple of years, so I get that man strength. Looking forward to that. 
Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just more of a, just getting into the more the man stage of my life, and I just understand so much more of this game. Um, I believe I'm going to be really smart. Um, I think I'm smarter, going to be smarter than a lot of, especially amateur fighters. That's for sure. I think my mindset mindset has changed a lot, and physically, I'm a different person for sure. There's a lot of accomplished competitors in that gym, those hollowed mats that you get to roll on. What's some of the uh, best advice that you've got on to how to approach this first one? Yeah. Um, for advice to the first one is like Lando Venata. Like, I love that man. Um, just don't, don't necessarily take it too seriously. Like have fun. Like, and don't like enjoy the moment. This is, this is gonna be fucking sick. This is gonna be cool for me. It's gonna be cool for everybody to watch. Oh my God. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be art for sure. Um, just have fun in there. And like, personally, my mindset has been, I just want to go in there. Like, if I can do one thing, I want to go in there with composure. Cause how many times do we see fights where the person just looks like, they just, it's like a it's a freaking brawl until somebody gets tired and whoever has the best condition wins. Like that's not how this fight's gonna be. Like it's the skill is gonna know what's gonna win this fight. So the composure is gonna be key for sure. That's a lofty goal right there to walk in there the first time and to have composure. Has there been any way that the guys have been able to explain to you? how different it's going to be than you expect. Cause I've talked to people at the highest level that they can remember the first time what they thought it was going to be like when that cage door locked and how different it was than the expectation. Fuck. Um, a big part of my routine is visualization. I'm really big into it. Um, so I'm, as we kind of opened up, um, I actually live in the dorms here at Jackson's. So I have access to this cage 24 hours and I'm a night owl. So I like to get my visualization workouts in the middle of the night. I like to go in the cage. I like to imagine how the fight. I like to picture everything. This is way different from the actual adrenaline of when it's actually going to be like, I'm sure. But I, I don't know. I just feel like like young veteran. I don't know. I've just been – I feel like seven years is quite a bit of a long time to train before somebody has their first debut. A lot of times people jump right into fights after like three years. I just feel like – I don't know. This is my first fight. I'm a debuter. I just feel comfortable. I don't know. I just feel, I just feel super just at ease. I'm just super excited for it. It's going to be really cool. I'm excited to see how it actually ends up going. We'll see if it's any, anything like how I'm saying, but we'll see. I'm excited. And I'm excited to see that. And what do you think of the moment? Just, just the experience that you finally get to get in there. And after all this time, get after it a hundred percent and, and do it here in Albuquerque where you train. Uh, what does that all yeah. mean to you? Oh, dude, it means so much. As far as the venue, it, it could be anywhere. It would mean the same, no matter where it's at. I'm going to have the people that want to see me fight, which is quite a few. Uh, they're going to be seen tuning in either way. So, so the venue don't, doesn't mean, isn't necessarily a factor for me, but God, the moment, just so much time, like, I don't even know if I have words to like put into play, like how, how it's even want to feel. I have no idea. I'm just like, I'm excited. Just, I'm excited to feel, see what it feels like. I'm excited just to experience it. it it's going to be sick. And then from your perspective, what do you feel like heading into this fight as it's your first time or some of your best attributes as a martial artist? Oh God, this is going to be a long video. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so just I think the composure is going to be the thing that's going to set me aside from 99% of other fighters. But other than that, we're getting to like the technical aspect. My striking is nasty. It's clean. The, um, 
and I'm just a real long striking just it's gonna be real just clean and just clever on the outside I believe I have a lot of I don't know it's gonna be a little bit of a striking like, master class that's uh, that's what I'm hoping just I like I'm real big into the the measurement the gauging the distance I, I love I love that aspect of fighting because without the distance like nothing nothing matters as far as striking wrestling grappling if you don't if your distance is like shit you're not gonna do nothing and if you can if you have a, when someone has a great understanding of like the range than somebody else you can just totally make a fool of the other person and i think that shit's so cool i love the foot i love footwork i love range control i love octagon control i love controlling the cage i i, I think this is gonna be a rough night it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool it's gonna be cool so i feel like you've really been picking lando's brain for the last couple of years Fuck, it's hard not to when you're being around the guy for sure. Because you're describing to me a lot of things that I'm visualizing that are things that are pr- big principles of his game. Yeah, maybe um, Landon's a great fighter. He's done crazy cool things, and I'm hoping to build upon that and to be under the same gym, under the same banner to kind of carry the torch for the gym and just put our name out there and be like, like holy shit! Look, look at these motherfuckers at Jackson. Look at their striking. Holy shit! That's that's what that's what I want to put out there. A family full of baseball players. Here you are, an MMA fighter. They're used to seeing a couple brawls and they get breaking broken up pretty quickly. Uh, has the family come around to you in this journey? Oh, for sure. The family's stoked. I'm telling you, we're Cuban, so we got boxing. It's just the other side. We just had to touch the roots a little bit in deeper than we used to for baseball, but it's it's inside of us for sure. So um, I'll be the first person in the family to um, have any pursue of combat sports but i think after um what i've done um what i plan on doing it's gonna we're gonna get the um, bring out the combat sports side of the family for sure from here on out this will be a good name for it for sure that's the plan jacob Diz, sir it was great getting to talk to you yeah awesome to meet you mate i've i've been following you for years because i've obviously grew up training in albuquerque so i've been seeing your uh interview some of my friends, interview friends' opponents. Uh, it's awesome awesome to finally uh, have myself on here. So awesome to meet you, brother. Oh, yeah, definitely. Great to meet you. And I will see you Friday at the weigh-ins. And Saturday, everybody, will have the live coverage, fight night, recap results, everything on the website. Post-fight interviews is the plan. Rob Gutierrez will be there. Robbie Ray Images taking photos. So we'll have full coverage on cageminds.com of Fight World. MMA 23 again, Jacob. Thanks for joining me tonight. For sure, mate. You have a good night. Bless. You too. That was a long day putting this together for the Albuquerque fight fans. Fight World MMA 23 this weekend. Fit NHB Mixed Martial Arts Complex will be the venue at the time where they're recording the podcast. Card always, keep in mind, is subject to change, but we got 16 fights scheduled. That amateur featherweight title fight in the main event. We do have a link here in the description. If you're looking at the website, it's also there below. Click to purchase tickets and it'll take you right where you need to go and just remember greg allen had already told us about it thank you to everyone that shared some of your time today as it's fight week get your tickets get out and support the local mma scene thanks for watching this has been cage minds preview 
of Fight World MMA 23. And I don't want to forget to let you guys know, if you're going to be out there in PA, we're talking about Pennsylvania. It's Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, Saturday, June 25th for Fight World MMA 24. You know, it goes down out there on the East Coast, here in the Southwest. It's Fight World, bringing you some of the finest amateur and professional mixed martial arts. Again, thanks to everyone that came on the show. Thanks to all the gyms that are participating in the event, all the fighters that shared some of their time with me. Cageminds.com. If you're looking at this video, like, share, and subscribe. It's much appreciated. Same if you're listening to it, like, share, subscribe, rate, review, all of them. It is much appreciated. And to support Cage Minds, everything I do, and the guys that help me out, you can purchase the shirts, the merchandise, the hats, the mugs, all of it at nowprince.com slash Cage Minds. We'll see you this weekend at the fights.